Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Detective Comics number 349, cover date March 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Joe Kubert, edited by Julius Schwartz, featuring The Blockbuster Breaks Loose, writer Gardner Fox, art Carmine Infantino and Joe Giella. And The 13 O'Clock Robbery, writer Gardner Fox, Art Carmine Infantino, and Sid Green. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! While attempting to apprehend a gang of safecrackers, Batman and Robin are surprised by the blockbuster. While Robin deals with the crooks, Batman exposes his unmasked face of Bruce Wayne to calm Blockbuster. Somehow, Batman's mask returns to his face. Enraged by Batman's appearance, Blockbuster attacks him. Batman manages to duplicate the voice of Roland Desmond, Blockbuster's brother, to scare off his foe. To prevent the... To prevent the unexplained problem with his mask from happening again, Batman paints the mask with special makeup that will make it transparent under special lighting. When Blockbuster appears again, Robin shines the light on Batman's mask, allowing his features, now made up to resemble Roland Desmond, to appear. However, Robin is knocked unconscious by flying debris. Without the light, Batman's mask returns to normal and Blockbuster defeats him. Blockbuster's hidden accomplice, the Outsider, then places Batman in a trap. However, Blockbuster turns on the Outsider. Batman escapes his trap and finally defeats Blockbuster. Meanwhile, when Ralph Dibney and his wife go fishing at Lake Cherokee, they discover that the lake has dried up. Ralph sees a man fishing in the empty lake and investigates the mystery as the elongated man. The fisherman finds a key in the lake bed, which he takes to the estate of the late Elmer Ewell. The man then opens a vault hidden behind a clock. Elongated man fails to stop the crook because he trips an alarm system. Though he lets the crook escape, he manages to track the thief down. He then apprehends the crook and his partners after hearing the story of how the man found the hidden vault in the first place. Phew, that's a lot of story. We'll be right back to explain everything. First you hear a mighty broom, like a supersonic boom. Then a streak of black flashes on the ground. You know it's not a train or a comet or a plane. You're looking at the fattiest car around. The Batmobile, the Batmobile. The supersonic electronic Batmobile There's never been a car on wheels Like the wonderful Batmobile And if you should ever see Something that appears to be A gigantic bat Zooming through the town No need for you to scream It's not a nightmare or a dream You know it's just the battiest car around The Batmobile The Batmobile the supersonic electronic Batmobile There's never been a car on wheels Like the wonderful Batmobile The 
see something that appears to be a gigantic bat zooming through the town. No need for you to scream. It's not a nightmare or a dream. You know it's just the baddiest car around. The Batmobile, the Batmobile, the supersonic electronic Batmobile. There's never been a car on wheels like the wonderful Batmobile. The Batmobile, the Batmobile, the supersonic electronic Batmobile. There's never been a car on wheels like the wonderful Batmobile. It's Detective Comics. It's a comic with a lot of detectives. I need a detective to figure out what's going on in this story. No kidding. I don't... Well, I know who Blockbuster is. Okay, well, this is the new character... Uh, rather, the, the character's new to me. Yes. Of course, I know Batman and Robin. Sure, sure. Uh, but I don't know this character at all. I was introduced to him in this comic, because he got a little backstory, given yeah. this here. Apparently, um, he's appeared a couple of issues ago. Before the Go-Go Checks right. appeared. So, And then there's another sort of character in here that is a great mystery. Yes. Well, yes. I do know who that character is but I'm not going to tell you. Because I think we will find out within the GoGo Check purview. Okay. Did we publish last week? No, we skipped a week. Oh, my Because goodness. we had Sappy's Quinceanera. We did, didn't we? That's our dog, Sappy. She's 15. Yes. So we had uh, Quinceanera. I'm sorry. It's cultural appropriation. Sorry, not sorry. I have been looking forward to it for many years. It's literally all he's talked about for the past 15 years. She's too old to do a daddy-daughter dance. Yeah. So we did treat her very specially and sang to her and made her birthday dinner and gave her birthday treats yes. and dressed her up in a little outfit and everything. We did not have a piñata. No. Because I couldn't find one that had, like, kibble inside of it or right. something. Well, <laughs> we could have put kibble inside it. Do, you, do, they, do they come pre-filled or do you have to make it yourself? No, they, they come empty. Really? Yes. Yeah. Do you um, do you have to make it yourself out of papier mache? You can make them out of papier mache. And then what do you put on the outside? Just like streamers uh, and. Well, the outside you put uh, crepe paper and and colored paper and streamers. I have made them before um, with balloons. Really? Well, yes. Oh, like you fill the balloon and then cover it with papier-mâché? And then, yes, and then oh, you let it dry. Okay. And the balloon, as it's drying, the balloon shrinks inside. Yep. And then you paint it. Um, you can paint it or put pa- colored paper on it or whatever. I think we put we painted it like a pumpkin. We did it, oh, we did it for like Halloween. Yeah. Okay. I'm familiar with the concept due to my one semester as an art major. Oh. I'm familiar with all artistic techniques. Was that a medium they had you work in in, in college? Papier-mâché, yes. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Sculpture and... Uh, Yes. Cool, cool, cool. Uh-huh. Uh, our, I, I, I just wanted to say something. Please. To our longtime friends and listeners who, mm-hmm. who have been uh, following uh, this adventure that we're on together. Yes, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Go mm-hmm. on. I must confess that I am becoming really interested in comic books. You guys, guess what? We also did last week, besides at a quinceanera. Oh, I was going to say something about that, but that's okay. You go ahead. And oh, no, up. go, you. Well, I mean, uh, this has been very interesting to me, and I'm, I'm loving learning about the characters and talking about it and having fun, and, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really raised with comics, and I have been married to uh, my husband for 
26 years. It'll be in February. That's me. I was a child bride. And you have always had a fascination uh, with comics and loved them and know everything about comics. Well, well you don't DC know everything. comics. Yes, I DC do know comics. everything about, yes. But. And, uh, and I just sort of thought, oh, well, that's interesting, you know. And anyone who's listening have, might have a spouse who can share my opinion. But this project has been so much fun. I'm so glad. Which has led us to our latest adventure. <laughs> yes, well, we've fallen in with a group of people, and we're all playing the DC Comics Heroes role-playing game. Which From was... 1984. Well, that's where the, our adventure is oh. set. Oh. I don't know when the actual game was published. Yeah. In the 80s. In the late 80s, early 90s. Mm, actually, it might have been the early 80s. I don't know. Yeah. I'll investigate it and doesn't tell you later. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter because our adventure is set in 1983. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 No, three. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. And, uh, well, we've only played one time, but it's super fun. But we all created characters. Yes. And we have a game master. Yes. And it is a blast. Now, I, uh, now I played Dungeons and Dragons when I was a teen, a preteen and a teen. something I never did. And basically. I loved it. And then it was considered... Uh, the just an activity that nerds engaged in, and, and I don't know why I didn't do it anymore. Cause, well, I moved away from my neighborhood, which is where all my gaming buddies were. Right. So I moved away, and I never got into it again, and I always wanted to play. And then we just happened to fall in with this group of people, and they play, and I, and I have since learned that a lot of my friends actually do RPGs. Yes. That's people... role-playing games. I know the lingo now. <laughs> people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. You've never suspected. No. Um, is the game we're playing similar to Dungeons and Dragons, Dr. Husband? Uh, the mechanics of it are similar in that you have a character sheet and, and he or she has different aspects that are rolled out and scored and, you know, and, and there are limits to what you can do and there is a fantastic, a fantastic scenario that happens and you are involved in a campaign or, or, a, or a, an adventure together as a group and you have a common goal in mind though that's where the similarities come together and there are a lot of similarities um, there are manuals and there you know their characters and each of them are defined with limits and abilities um, the role-playing dice usage mm-hmm. is a little bit different and the math is different so actually quite different okay. in DC universe yeah well that's my least favorite part I like the just yeah. the story making and the and what happens secretly with the game master in between sessions? Yes, we're having conversations with the game master in between sessions, and each of the characters has their own sort of subplot going mm-hmm. that none of us else, none of us in the in the campaign know about. Right. Yeah. So it's fun. Um, so far, none of us knows about in our <laughs> in our one day of play. So far, we fought Eclipso. Firestorm. Firestorm and, and Killer, Frost, Killer Frost, who had been taken over by Eclipso. Yeah. Uh, we have met the Phantom Stranger. Yes. And we are currently spending the night in the Doom Patrol headquarters. Yes. And all of those all sorts each of other. people well, are people we've seen on Checkered Pass, except for Firestorm. True that. And I underestimated Eclipso's abilities, didn't I? You sure did. Because you I only knew died. him. I only knew him from the two episodes, uh, from the two uh, comics we've covered that it yeah, he's a little more dangerous in our game than he was uh, in the comics. I'll say. He knocked me out right well, away with his brain. You got better. I'll say. <laughs> I captured um, the bastard with the earth. You'll hear a dog squeaky toy in the background. Should I, just I take hope that away? you don't. Bond. No, it's no? fine. Okay. Because we also have squeaky chairs. Yes. 
and an echoey room. So True we're that. really set up for a podcast. Yeah, we probably should do some sort of sound abatement in here. Well, I was hoping to do that with the Powerball winnings, but uh, we uh, didn't win. Our own studio. Right. Yes, with warm wood walls. Yes, mm, and, and a, uh, big windows. And, oh, yes. Um, maybe a tree growing up in the middle of the room that supports the roof. So would we be moving from this house if we had won the yeah, lottery? Right, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay. We'd just basically build our own house. Right. Okay. Well, we'd probably buy, uh, what's that house? Falling Water. The Frank Lloyd Wright house. We'd <laughs> buy, buy that because water. it has it nature in and out of it. Okay. Or, or similar, something or similar. similar to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Batman is fighting Blockbuster. I do know that Blockbuster was created. I should say that Blockbuster is a giant child, muscular brute, man child, right? Well, yes. I mean, he has the chi- a brain of a, of a child. Now, I don't have any evidence for this, but I think I heard it once that Blockbuster was created sort of to be. Uh, the Hulk. Okay. To so that we could see what happens if Batman fights the Hulk. Okay. Ta-da! Well. Yeah. That's exciting. On the splash page, we have three phases of Blockbuster saying, hate Batman, find Batman, kill Batman. When he says find Batman, he's only talking out of one side of his mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. What would we call these emotions? The first is like, hate Batman. The second is, find Batman. So it's out of one he, half of his... He looks angry. His face looks angry. <laughs> Kill Batman is his fist-shaking rage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are good faces. These are the thoughts seething inside the brain of the brutish behemoth known as the blockbuster. Brutish behemoth. Bru- once before, he tried to do away with the cowled crusader and failed, but now, armed with fantastic eerie powers, he again ventures forth to hurl his titanic bulk at the one man he has an irresistible urge to annihilate. Does he need powers if he's a giant annihilistic brute? I'm... Yeah, I don't know about these fantastic eerie powers. I actually read this and I don't recall what powers he has. Well, his ability to clear the water away and... Yeah, we'll see. We'll get to them. So who is the blockbuster? Well... Let's get some history here. We have a flashback. Okay. Uh, That's uh, my flashback noise. We're on the banks of a river. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it's the sea. It's the ocean. It's the ocean. Uh, Robin and a disguised Bruce Wayne are standing on the shore because Blockbuster has marched into the ocean, apparently. Mm -hmm. This happened in Detective Comics 345, four issues ago. Uh, Bruce Wayne recalls how he saved young Mark Desmond, who is secretly Blockbuster, from a quicksand bog on this same island years before. And later, how that same Mark Desmond, by taking a certain serum of his own invention, transformed his body to giant size and strength, but at the same time retarded his mental development. Retarded is the verb form. We don't use that oh, word anymore. Oh, I thought it was a noun when I scanned it. Uh, no, because we don't use that anymore. Go ahead. He retarded his mental development until he became the blockbuster and crashed through a wall and attacked Batman and Robin. So he took a serum. Yeah. Okay. Um, only his brother Roland 
and Bruce Wayne, because Bruce Wayne had saved the boy from a bog years before. Yes. They were the only people who could calm the savage brute. Uh, we call those primal memories, don't we? Do we? I th- I'm just making that up. I mean, it I mean memories that are early that stay with you forever. Yeah. I mean, fine. I'll believe you. I never took a psychology class. Neither did I. I took sociology. I love that. Did you? Mm-hmm. Where? At Stetson. Did I take it? No. I would have been interested in that. Mm. I was stuck in Bible history. Bible history. Um, that so was a great course. It was. Remember the comic book I made? Yep. The Judges League of America? <laughs> because the judges are in the L. You yeah. get it. Um, but now, Roland Desmond, his brother, is in jail, and Blockbuster has disappeared, and Batman and Robin wonder if they'll ever see him again. Spoiler alert. Yes. They do. Uh, now we have a lot of things about the blockbuster. There's so many words on this page. Lots of words. So these are the, if you will, mystic powers or, or that, he, that he has. He uses the, the, the water parts in front of him as he goes into the sea. He's apparently, how did they see? All he was aware of was that he did have the irresistible urge to seek refuge in the harbor waters of Gotham City. Like a great dumb beast, he plunged into the ways. Instinctively, the brutish behemoth feared the water that crept about him. But his massive arms flailed and whipped with such power that the waters seemingly parted before him. I've seen you whip your, your, your legs about in the water when you <laughs> pretend to be Mera. Mera. I just said Mera and Mera. It's yes. Mera, Mera. Um, well, you haven't seen me do that because I was doing that as a child. Oh, we no, no, no. We, we've... Remember the, the pool at your mother's condo in Ormond Beach? No. I have no memory of that. When you and I would go out in there and nope. swim, no. yes, you would play Mira. No. Yes. Come on. Bob. I was at least 35 years old when that happened. <laughs> so you admit it? No. Nope. I admit nothing. I've seen those ankles kick about. We seem to impl- be implying that Blockbuster's just muscular strength is what's moving the water out of the way. Well, no. I mean, that's what it says. Yeah. Uh, he and lived, he lives undersea. He in lives cave. in an undersea cave. Mm-hmm. That checks out for mm-hmm. months and months. Uh, finding food to eat. Well, seafood, obviously. And driftwood, which he caused to burn brightly. Now, if he's getting driftwood out of the sea and he's living under the sea in a cave, how does the driftwood dry out enough to burn? I didn't question it. I thought which he caused to burn brightly, I thought, how does the brutish behemoth actually know how to make fire? Okay. Yeah, right. Right? And then so Batman and Robin go on their crusades together, yeah, fighting so we crime. we have a montage of Batman and Robin fighting crime, Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Then one night... Uh, that dog's going to just cry. I know. Cry. Should we let him in yeah, the door? Yeah, because he's driving me nuts. I don't want him to chew the door. Right. Well, he's got to be silent if he's going to come into this you room. Have to be quiet if you come in here, okay? None of your monkey shines and horseplay. I'm joking around and being all crazy and whatnot. So, Batman and Robin uh, are, what would you call it, vanquishing a couple of safe crackers? Yeah. yeah. Suddenly, the floor bursts open, and here comes Blockbuster. Now, that right is a floor. great drawing of him pulling himself out, out of the floor through it the is. hole. That's a great Angle, and really good drawing. This is uh, Carmine Infantino, who I think we discussed yes. at this time. He was doing alternate issues of Detective Comics with, uh, 
was it Bernard Bailey? I'll have to I check my files. I didn't know there was going to be a test. I didn't no, I'm not me. testing you. I'm trying to remember myself. Um, but Carmine Infantino is uh, kind of the definitive artist of this era of Batman. He's the one that designed the yellow circle around the bat, okay. which we did not have prior to the 60s. Okay. And he's known for this very sort of dynamic, flashy, mid-century kind of look. Good. Uh, I say flashy, that's a pun, because he also drew the flash. Okay. So, Batman takes off to fight Blockbuster, leaving Robin to deal with the crooks. Batman sends Robin away because he wants to take off his cowl, his mask and cowl. Yes, and he wants Robin to get rid of the crooks so they don't see so that they don't Bruce see Wayne. who the secret identity prominent of citizen of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Um, so Blockbuster calms down once he sees the face of Bruce Wayne, but then suddenly something strange happens. Batman's cowl flies of its own power. Back to Batman's head and affixes itself to his face. It becomes prehensile. Right. It animates. It's animated. It leaps on. Leaps him. off of the floor and onto his face and is stuck on his face. As we are supposed to already know, Blockbuster has been ordered by his brother Roland to kill Batman. On sight. So, because the mask is stuck to Batman's head. Yeah. Blockbuster must must snap out of his admiration for Batman, Batman, and destroy Batman. We have a little half-page Casey the cop here. I never read these. Do you? No, they're stupid. They always make me wonder who it is that they're drawn for. If it's the same person or the kid brother of the person. Yeah, I imagine it's the kid brother. Yeah, I would have loved this when I was six. Also, the house ad for Batman, uh, featuring the Riddler, which we've already covered. Dog, quiet. Stop. You're gonna ruin your. You're going to. Your privileges of being in here during the podcast will be revoked. Yeah. Settle. Yeah. Tell him. Gosh, there's a lot of ads in here. I know. There's five pages of them. All right. Part two. Blockbuster breaks loose. We get a great little montage of fighting sequences. Yes. Yep. A fighting great sequence. action. Uh, Four little panels here of punching and great sound effects. Here's Blockbuster when he attacks. That's his only noise. There's a difference. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, He's going to pound Batman to a pulp. He looks like he's really hurting him, too. Yeah. Look at Batman in that last panel. He's uh, actually, his legs have been. (laughs) Shortened by about a foot. Where? Which Down one? here at the bottom, right? Yeah! Oof. <laughs> one of his blows matches a dozen of mine. Hey! Dog! Come on! Settle! Sorry, folks. Usually I edit that out, but I don't have time. Captain here. Butler, is he just had his dinner a little while ago. He's very playful. Usually he goes right to sleep after his yeah, dinner. We've been gone a lot, of, a lot of today. Well, on we go with the fight. Sock, 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 whack. That last blow just about knocked the fight out of me. Now, what has he got over his head there? A crystal bowl? Who? Blockbuster? Uh, blockbuster. Got over his head it's, there. Uh, no, it's C in the column. He's lifting up that Grecian oh, bowl. Oh, yeah. He, that could kill Batman. You well, could. no. No. Now that I know a little bit more about Batman's strength, it couldn't kill him, but it certainly could fracture his skull. 
Oh, are you doing the math in your head? Kind of. From the game, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Batman at the last moment imitates the voice of Blockbuster's brother, Roland. Boy, that dog's really desperate for attention. He really is. He's over there just hoping that we'll pay attention to him. Well, he's going to have to get over it. Yeah. Uh, Blockbuster pauses, hearing the voice of his brother. Will Blockbuster obey a whisper, or is Batman doomed to die? Well, let's turn the page and see. Spoiler alert, Batman does not die. Very strange. Now, how did Batman imitate his voice? Well, Batman has many skills. Yes. Chief among them, ventriloquism. He must have gone to acting school in the 1940s because he can do martial arts. He has high influence abilities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see what you did there. I'm sorry, that's called attribute points? Ah, something. His APs and influence are quite high. Right. And his intelligence. Off the charts. Off the charts. Um, So, Robin... (laughs) Do you not love Robin's face in this panel? Yeah. (laughs) He looks like B. Arthur. He looks like B. Arthur. (laughs) Looking at Sophia. Oh, mom. Oh, that's bad. uh, Robin gently leads Batman out to the Batmobile. Batman is beaten so badly. Yep, look at that shiner in his face. Mm, his eye is swollen shut. Um, they can't figure out how the mask flew back onto Batman's face. That's the mystery. That's that the we weird thing. Here. What? Do you know, he said, he said, he said, the blockbuster's more dangerous, Batman says this. Yeah. More dangerous than ever. Since our last meeting, he's taken on new fantastic powers. Oh, okay. Right? That's it. He thinks he has these powers it, to make the cowl go back on yeah, his face. Yeah, but those yeah. aren't blockbuster's powers, no, are they? No, they are not. We don't know what. All we, all we know is that the, is that the mask flew back flew on his Flew back. Um, so, what do we do? You can't appear as Bruce Wayne because the mask will fly back onto your face. Right. Uh, you can't go around hiding in dark places to imitate Roland Desmond's voice because you'll have no way of controlling that muscle monster. So, here we go. They invent a paint. This is really stretching it. I guess. I mean, I'm willing to accept a lot these days when it comes to science and comics. They paint the mask with a special paint that will make his... It's a special calcium compound that when a calcium light is shown upon the mask, he his face appears like Blockbuster's brother. Right. Is calcium light a, such a thing? I I have no I, idea. You know, I, I don't have my phone to do a quick check. No, I have a high aptitude for science, as you know. I don't like it, but I have an aptitude. And I've never it's heard calcium It's such a burden light. for you, isn't it? I... It really is. It is, because you have to keep quiet when people are mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. talking about science-y things yes. that you know about. Global warming and the like. Right. Yet you, you want to speak up. Mm-mm. I shall try to hold my tongue. I sense that from you. <laughs> the burden. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you for your kind consideration. How'd it turn out, Robin? Great. In calcium light, you look exactly like Roland Desmond, Blockbuster's brother. With little, little traced ears. Little traced <laughs> ears, dot, dot line ears, yeah. and a cowl. Uh, off they go to the art museum where there's a crime in progress. 
A hotline call from Police Commissioner Gordon brings the fistic furies. I think that's not a word. Fistic. That's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? I'm assuming it just means that they use their fists yes. to fight crime. Why not, why, why not call them the fisted furies? Fisted. That makes sense. Fisted. Or well, that has fisted a... Fisted cuffs. I, this is written by Gardner Fox, so I'm assuming it actually is a word that okay. is used correctly. I just never heard it. And you know I'm a great reader. Of comic books is mostly all I read. Uh, I do like that Robin, uh, Blockbuster busts in through the wall, and Robin yeah. calls him his nibs. His nibs is here again. <laughs> his nibs. Oh, that's great. When have, when have we used his nibs? We, we usually say her nibs. His, oh, I use it for the, for the dog. Yeah. Look, get a load of his nibs. Um, <laughs> Robin shines the calcium light on Batman's head, whereupon Batman gains a, a double chin. Uh, yes, he does. And a puffy face. And Blockbuster says, Yeah! 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 You know what that reminds me of? What? The Schnabelperchten. Schnabel. Schnabelperchten. Schnabelperchten in Austria are people who dress up like uh, hybrid old women crows. Schnabelperchten. And they walk around the streets of town with scissors and they go, Ga, ga, ga. It's a Christmas tradition in Austria. Schnabelperchten. And they look for people with messy homes and if your home is messy, they slice your innards out with yeah. their scissors. Slice out your intestines. Google it. I'm not even making it up. Or you go to my YouTube channel, Dr. Bob's Kitchen, and go to the uh, Radio Free Kitchmas Austria episode, and you will see all about the Schnabelperchten. Schnabelperchten. Oh, that dog just farted. It's Jesus. It's the worst. It God. smells like hot garbage. Oh, and it's he, he did a double strength. Oh, <laughs> He had a noisy stomach this morning. Oh, it woke me up from God. a sound sleep. He did not want to eat his breakfast this morning. Either. Well, he's eaten something, because out it comes. Uh, so, Blockbuster sees the face of his brother, and brotherly love takes control. All of a sudden, arts, artworks and debris start flying at Robin. Magically, just through the air, all toward Robin. Nonetheless, just like a little pose. Look at this. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, he's got to stay still because uh, if he moves out of the light, he's sunk. Yeah. Um, I like that Robin is not too overwhelmed by being whacked in the head with statues that he can't think in puns to himself. These things pack a punch, and I don't mean something to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so clever isn't he well i mean he's a wonder a teen wonder <laughs> um overwhelmed he drops under a load of battering metal the flashlight crunches into shards of broken glass and he thinks i i, I failed batman groan her robin so, so batman's, here we go yeah batman's mask appears blockbuster punches him out and puts him inside a sarcophagus yeah which Luckily, Batman has already rigged. Oh, no. No. Someone, Someone else has rigged else it. Has rigged it. I, that this is the is craziest deceptive. thing. You know, this is, yeah, I read this and I went, and 
the thought, yes, the thought bubble is deceptive. And I, I read this and I went, oh, for God's sake, really? This is exactly how it was supposed to happen? So there's a third party that has rigged the sarcophagus, sarcophagus to... With some sort of electronic... It, yeah, science. A special radiation, radiation which will age Batman years in minutes. My long sought for triumph over Batman is at hand. Uh, Batman is starting to sweat. <laughs> it looks like he's mm. at either had milk poured over his face or is melting. I wonder if he's if it's, it's still swollen from the fight he had, or if he's if he's healed. What, his eye? Yeah. He must have healed. There must have been... We don't know how much time has passed, but... No. Yeah. Um, so, the blockbuster goes to attack this third-party criminal. Why? Uh, because his feeble mind is confused by doubts. Did he overcome Batman or his brother, Roland? The blockbuster returns and tries to tear the cloak off of... The third party villain. Yes. Uh, he can't, and so he just starts punching him. Right. So the mystery villain cannot stand up to the strength of Blockbuster. Um, meanwhile, Batman has noted that the melted calcium compound, which was dripping off of his face, has hardened on the hand with which he wiped it from his face. So now his hand is made of calcium, or covered in calcium, and with a single karate chop, he bursts open the millennium-old sarcophagus in which he is trapped. We know from the calcium that we take in in Tums 